A Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, episode 165. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week. On Insight Sunday, we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes of business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Welcome to Thrive Thursday with Dr. Yishai. This week on the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, I had John Vong, owner and founder of Local SEO Search, a boutique agency from Toronto, Canada that has helped over 10,000 small and medium-sized businesses grow through SEO, ranking on Google, and dominating their local market. On Insight Sunday, episode 163, John shared how he discovered his passion and values of curiosity and caring while doing ad sales for a decade and how his passion turned into founding local SEO search in 2013. He also talks about his never-done mindset and how he learned that listening can help solve problems and serve clients better as a business. On Story Tuesday, episode 164, John shared mistakes and lessons he learned about hiring for skill over alignment and how to cultivate super engagement in his people so they are excited to go the extra mile for his business and clients. If you haven't yet, go back and listen to episodes 163 and 164 to learn from a passionate, successful entrepreneur with super engaged teams and clients. In episode 165, John asked how a perpetually growing person, entrepreneur, and business owner can know when they have enough. It's so easy to continue getting pulled in so many directions, to set your sights on the next level, to keep working harder and pushing to scale up even more. It's hard to know when you're there. The pressure exists in so many areas of our lives, especially as entrepreneurs, founders, and leaders. The more passionate and mission-driven you are, the more you may feel the push to keep going bigger and the pull to level up and scale your company to greater heights. Whether that's increasing your bottom line, pushing yourself to expand your mission and make an impact, whether it's struggling to leave your workday behind and engage fully in family, friends, and other parts of your life, or any other area that you find yourself carried away at times, maybe even too far. And there are serious costs that aren't always considered. 
Sometimes it shows up as doubts. Sometimes it shows up as a question. So today I'm talking about how you can rumble with and tackle the tough question. When is it enough? Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Adaptability Coaching and Consulting. If you lead a seven-plus-figure business and want to reach the next level for yourself and your business, if you have passions, goals, and dreams and want to continue to strive as a team, a leader, and a visionary without risking burnout, if you have overcome challenges, developed wisdom, and know that adapting is not just for surviving, but a core part of thriving, then adaptability coaching is for you. With psychology and neuroscience-backed tools, the 3D adaptation framework can show you how to tap into and harness the way our brains are uniquely designed for adaptation. You can learn to harness and leverage adaptability tools and frameworks to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to hone yourself further, to proactively adapt, to thrive, instead of reactively adapting, just to survive. To learn more, go to dryishai.com slash coaching. So now without further ado, let's dive into how to know when it's enough. I wanted to start by saying thank you, John, for a really important question and for asking a question that I think gets far too little attention and deserves a lot more. Thinking about when is enough and John's never-done mindset brought back memories of a recent episode, episode 150, in which I did a unique deep dive into entrepreneur never satisfied syndrome after having a similar conversation with Paul Chambers about his experience of constantly seeking more as an entrepreneur. To really dig deep, I'm going to invite you to go back and listen to that episode, but I'll recap it here too. In brief, I talk about two mechanisms that underpin entrepreneurship and two types of entrepreneurs who line up with those mechanisms. Entrepreneurs can either be seen and kind of fall into a MacGyver type who interpret and view and experience the world as full of obstacles and frustrations, and who see that as opportunities to get creative and devise clever solutions to the problems in the world around them. And the other type is a Tony Stark type, who embodies a passionate futurism. And those type of entrepreneurs work to envision and realize a better future through imagination and innovation. Some entrepreneurs are high in one or the other and fit neatly into one type or the other. And some have a moderate amount or even can be high on both types. I really have yet to see a passionate entrepreneur who is really low on both. Now, beyond that, it's a struggle against something a little bit deeper. And I talked a little bit more about this in the episode. To give you a kind of brief window into what I talked about, our brains have a tendency toward complacency. I talk all the time about how our habit brain automates and streamlines our thinking and processing with the result of really being able to do more, to have to take less effort or energy, and in this case, with the result of getting used to whatever we encounter after a while, after we've done what is known in psychology as habituated to that. There's another side to our brain though, and that's our adaptive brain. 
And that works in tension and in tandem with our habit brain by pushing us into new awareness, new analysis, and new action. Entrepreneurs often lean into and engage this side of their brain, often without realizing how it's at play. The never done mentality, similar to entrepreneur never satisfied syndrome, is about that side of our brain, the adaptive side, pushing just as hard or harder against the tendency to get automatic and fall into complacency. In fact, it's that adaptive part of our brain that gets engaged in either that vision for the future, that Tony Stark type of entrepreneur, or that experiences the frustration, the obstacles, and then thinks about ways to adapt ourselves to create new tools, to create new products or services, or to improve on processes, products, or services that already exist in order to help really streamline that process to make that easier and better for ourselves and others. Our adaptive brain is how we slow down and how we solve problems. It's how we stop and envision a different future. And it's the force that pushes you to continually work on your business and grow to be bigger and better at fulfilling the mission and vision of your company. Back in episode 150, I outlined a framework and exercises to increase your intention and clarity so you can handle the way that your habit and complacency-driven brain might clash with your adaptive, never-finished, always-improving-and-adapting brain. But there's more here, which I think is very important to pay attention to. The question, how do I know when it's enough, has two fuzzy, vague concepts we need to dial in and get more clear about. What does it refer to in it is enough? And what does enough even mean? To dig into those points, we need to go back and talk about measurement. About a year ago now, way back in episode number 24, I shared a warning with the world in the aptly titled episode, Be Careful What You Measure. In it, I talked about the trouble that Wells Fargo, Enron, and William Rick Singer of the college admissions scandal all got into, and what they have in common. They each chose one measure to focus exclusively on, and in so doing, they incentivized and ultimately engaged in shady, unethical, immoral, and perhaps downright illegal practices in the pursuit of their one measure. The one measure ruled them all, and it was their downfall. For Wells Fargo, it was the goal for growth that was set by measuring the number of new accounts created. For Enron, it was the goal of profitability that was set by trying to make it seem week after week, month after month, quarter after quarter, that it continued to be profitable. For William Rick Singer, it was the goal of getting students into name brand colleges that was measured only in the acceptance letters that they received. Each one emphasized their one measure, diminishing and dismissing everything else. And it can be hard to argue when it's framed as a question. Do you want your kid to get into the college of their dreams, of your dreams, or not? Do you want to hit and exceed your newly opened accounts quota, or not? Do you want to show profitability, or not? It's really sneaky because it does something subtle. 
it pits the one metric, the one thing that supposedly matters against absolutely everything else. And of course, when there's only one thing that matters, then nothing else can hold a candle to it. And that can be really persuasive. In fact, it's a very common way that entrepreneurs hear the most successful companies, their leadership, and their founders talk about their success. It breeds what I like to call a pitting mindset. One metric to rule them all, pitted against everything else in the name of success, accomplishment, achievement of your goals and dreams. Of course, when you really dig in, there are a few flaws in that process. You might have even spotted one or two of them. Getting into college isn't the same as pursuing your educational and career dreams. Hitting your accounts quota isn't the same as truly growing your branch and serving customers who want to keep working with you and giving you their hard-earned money. Showing profitability isn't the same as truly generating profit. So on the one hand, there's the never-finished, never-done, entrepreneur-never-satisfied mindset that keeps telling you there's more to reach for, more you can accomplish, more room to scale and level up. So how could it ever be enough without more opportunity, more impact, or more growth? On the other hand, there's the pitting mindset that puts one measure, one goal, one dream against everything else. How dangerous is it to reach ever higher without considering the consequences? The simplest answer is, it can be incredibly dangerous exactly as dangerous as straying off the path that you had initially intended for yourself and for your company, as dangerous as breaking rules, laws, and ethics, as dangerous as being willing to treat other people and their money as objects that you can manipulate and take advantage of without any consideration. All right, so let's dial it back a bit. How do we then clarify when it's enough? The simplest, quickest answer I could give you, it's enough when you decide it's enough. Knowing and understanding the psychology of entrepreneurship and the mental processes that support and drive companies and their leadership to scale and reach higher heights is just one part of it. You get to determine what you do with that, especially if and when you take the time to be intentional with it. What are the costs, the changes, the systems, the processes that need to shift, pivot, and adapt to scale your business up to the next level? What role will you need to play in shaping that process? What about the level after that, and the one after that, and the one after that? There is no end. Never done, never satisfied, never finished. If you make a habit and automatically move towards the next rung up every time you pull yourself and your company up. At the same time, every new rung takes a whole new set of approaches, of processes to really scale, whether that's in your mindset, in your business, in your role as the shaper of your company and as the guide to moving forward. Is that truly where you want to be in five years, 10 years, or more? Is the cost of time, energy, effort, and where it pulls your focus, time, energy, and effort away from worth it to you? You get to decide. 
you can opt into deciding in advance exactly how much you are willing to put in, what you set your sights on, and whether you choose to move up another rung and another rung and another one. If you take the time to be intentional about it, you may already have an answer. If you don't have an answer, you may not have undertaken the important work of identifying and clarifying what really matters to you, how you will measure it, and at what point you are living the dream that you set out to live, including creating the business that you wanted to create, creating the company and the impact and the results and the outcomes and the day-to-day experience inside your company, and when you walk out of that into the rest of your life. That mission and mindset work has three components that I shared and dug into and discussed in episode 156. The title of that episode is How to Handle the Pressure, Push, and Pull of Social Media. And as I was talking about dealing with pressures and pushes and pulls, specifically in social media, I talked about the 3M framework, my framework that I applied to that pressure, push, and pull of social media, but is applicable for the pressure, push, and pull of growing, scaling, and pushing yourself and your business further. In brief, the three M's from the 3M framework are meaning, measurement, and motivation. Meaning is all about gaining clarity and making decisions by being intentional in the meaning that you assign. What does it mean to fulfill your mission? What does pushing yourself and your company up to the next level really mean to you and mean for your business? Measurement is about gaining clarity and intentionally setting how you measure your accomplishments and success. How will you know that you're making the impact you really want to make? How will you know that your business is achieving what you want it to accomplish? What metric or more likely metrics, plural, are consistent with the values that are meaningful, that build on that meaning that we just talked about for not just the company, but your multifaceted life for the life and lifestyle that you want to live. And that last piece, motivation, is about tapping into the gas pedal and brake pedal that exist inside each of us. Sometimes you want and need to slam on the gas to get going. Other times, a gentle or steady tap will do it. Sometimes it's critically important to slow down or even completely stop. That applies personally as an entrepreneur and for your business. Entrepreneurs have multiple lives to balance, their own and their businesses. Being clear and careful which one gets the gas and which gets the brakes is critical to fine-tune as a skill while keeping the steering wheel firmly pointed in the direction of what is meaningful and making sure they're headed towards and benchmarking by the right metrics, the right measurements. The entire point of engaging the 3M framework is so that you can gain clarity, set a specific type of goals, and master your mission so you can move towards being able to settle into your ideal vision as an entrepreneur and as a steward of your company's mission and be able to soar while savoring it and being able to engage fully in every part of your life. 
For many entrepreneurs, they get stuck in the cycle and habit of reaching up again, even when they are exactly where they want to be. But that drive and impulse isn't going to help you figure out and really feel the contentment of what I like to call enoughness. If you want a deeper dive into how to really relish when you reach your dreams, to be content, to have enough, to live and be exactly as you wished you could, go back and listen to episode 108, Cultivating Inner Peace. There, I point out what perpetually drives people who struggle to experience inner peace and give a guide to cultivating more of it in your daily experience, an experience that you are engaged deeply, fully, and with more presence. That's a lot to cover on a question that seems so simple on its face. Of course, the simple answer is, as I said, to decide it's enough. Doing that, though, is much harder than it looks. So I walked you through a bunch of key points that illuminate the path to deciding and really enjoying your enough. I talked about the entrepreneur never satisfied syndrome, what drives entrepreneurs to continually reach for more. I pulled back the curtain on measurement and how it can be dangerously double-edged as a sword if it's not wielded with care. I talked about my 3M framework to help you be intentional and master your mission while wielding measurement to help you on the way. I even talked about how hard it can be to slow down Sit in and savor the wonderful vision you have to really embody it. I recommended episodes for each of those points where I dive even deeper to help guide you. Episode 150, Entrepreneur Never Satisfied Syndrome. Episode 24, Be Careful What You Measure. Episode 156, How to Handle the Pressure, Push, and Pull of Social Media, where I talk about my 3M framework. And episode 108, Cultivating Inner Peace, where I talk about how you can engage your brain and your mind and your mindset to really be able to sit in and savor your wonderful experiences. Each episode uncovers and digs into an aspect of our psychology as humans and entrepreneurs with tangible practices to help you on the road to determining and creating your most gratifying and fulfilling experience as an entrepreneur and as a person. So get going, do the work, reach out if you want more guidance on the way. And on that note, I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know who would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. 
By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 